Welcome to a brand new episode of Tau Light Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. We're in 176 episodes and eight years later. Eight years of, don't forget a towel, uh, we just celebrated our anniversary this year. Um, and yeah, man, like what, four or five years, I think it'll be five years in December of the podcast, which is wild as well. It uh, is. Yeah, it is. I remember being in the Finger Lakes, you know, we went on a little vacation there, uh, you, my wife and I, and we recorded our first episodes there. Crazy, 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 crazy. So yeah, super exciting. Um, that that's a thing and um very happy for you guys who've been uh coming to the website coming to don't forget um obviously anyone who's contributed throughout the years thank you for that and anyone who's been listening and all that like we couldn't be uh happier so we've got some things in the works some of it we're going to talk about a little bit um uh down below but yeah i just wanted to say thank you uh, for being a part of the the towelites. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right, so let's get into some things that we're geeking out about real quick. <laughs> um, honestly, I'll be quite honest with you, and it's the reason why we've haven't done an episode <laughs> in a couple weeks. Has been uh, Chris and I have been swept away into a galaxy far, far away. Uh, we took our towels, though, um, and that's to uh, Star Wars. I think I mentioned it a while ago about how we started this Star Warriors role-playing game, um, and it's kind of blown up in the last few weeks since then. Um, started a West March-style game. We're each running a game or two games a week and <laughs> got our wives into it. Like a bunch of different contributors too. Don't forget a towel who also joined in. So it's been uh, a nice little. Uh, I guess that's been a little vacation slash celebration of the last eight years. Is that we started our friendship with Star Wars and we're continuing to do that even more by living in that world. You're damn straight. And um, yeah, I had, I have nothing to share besides the same stuff you just said um, because it was been mostly every waking geekly moment of creating and playing and i put on you know a lot of a lot of things on hold though i've given the <laughs> the, the system the game system to my wife because she did get the paper mario game and has been playing it um endlessly she loves that game so yeah you're gonna just have to keep feeding her stuff while you create uh, more stuff in the game <laughs> exactly. exactly um but anyway, so, uh, you know, at some point we'll open it up to more people. Um, it's kind of a closed group right now just to kind of control things and make sure that we're doing things the way according to Star Wars 5e. But if you go to StarWars5e.com, either the Discord or online, um, here's our plug for them, uh, as well as the Dungeon uh, Jedi Masters. It's like Dungeon Temple Jedi. I can't remember. There's a yeah. temple in there somewhere, but uh, that's really what got me into the whole thing. Um, and, and Jake, who's a contributor to DFAD, as well as a fellow friend with his couple podcasts, um, yeah, he brought it to our attention. And then, unfortunately, fortunately, it uh, kind of struck like wildfire, and <laughs> here we are. 
Uh, but we'll open it up at some point. But for right now, you could you just have to hear our adventures uh, through the podcast world. So all of that being said, uh, let's get into some geeky pop culture news as only we can do here on Tall Lake Talk. Um, we've got first up just in events, uh, you know, almost everything has been canceled um, this year or gone virtual. Uh, and w- the biggest was San Diego Comic-Con. Um, they had Comic-Con at home last weekend. And I'll be quite honest with you, and I know you, you kind of feel the same way. Not really much announcements, like not big announcements, because it's like, oh, here's a trailer for Bill and Ted. Okay, but we already knew the trailer was coming, so it wasn't a surprise. Or here's, oh man, it just seemed like everything that they showed or announced was like already previously mentioned. So it wasn't like a, like typically Comic-Con is like, oh, this is exclusive. What are we going to see? What What's happening? What's going on? And like this one was real... Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Uh, yeah. So, my thoughts on it are are as follows. It's hard. It's hard to do this virtually when things were kind of thrown together at the last minute. I give them that. Yeah. Um, their website we discussed is always shit. Um, so it wasn't really easy to navigate and to get to the panels apparently. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they shot themselves in the foot in that aspect, but as these bigger companies keep pulling away and doing their own stuff in-house, it's yeah. just, what is what is left? Yeah, um, when you mix in the big news, which is usually, like, the majority of it, you get and mix in the other small stuff, you get a pretty good show. But as, as time has been telling, these as they pull out, DC, Marvel, Disney in general... Um, what do you what do you have left? Uh, then you're like we've always talked about these events were huge pop culture cons, not comic cons. So maybe we just go back to the comic con idea again um, and really pay attention to like the artists and stuff, which was the problem with this is that there wasn't enough real artist alley stuff. Um, and like I said about the website, the website could have really catered to that um, and just kind of been they could have organized it better and to have links and stuff like that. Um, so you're, you're losing so much by not having it in, in a convention hall, but that's life now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to your point about the kind of threw it together at the last minute, probably would have benefited from being delayed until like October and still done it virtually, but given a little bit more time. But I mean, the bigger issue, what it really comes down to is that, yeah, you know, Disney, uh, Marvel, they've got their own thing. They got D23 or they got Celebration for Star Wars. Um, DC this month, well, whenever you guys are listening to it, August has their DC Fandome event, uh, which is, you know, going to be crazy. Um, so, or potentially. So, yeah, it's like you're losing some of these huge people and these huge announcements. Uh, so what you really do need to go back to why it started, just comics. Right. And then you also have... You know, not to drag this out anymore, but you also have the fact that there's um, wizards doing these online virtual events. Um, Galaxy Con or whatever the heck it's called just has been doing these online events, getting all these stars together. So it's like it's just spread out, you know, and it's not as it's not special at what San Diego or whatever Comic-Con at home did. You know, it's not. It's just you could have you could have done better. Period. Right. Yeah, 
<laughs> that's it. All right. Uh, so moving on to events uh, this weekend. Um, if you're listening to it when we're recording, which is on the 31st of July, uh, Gen Con has started. So uh, typically devoted to tabletop role playing and everything that's great about that. As we talked about at the top of this podcast, <laughs> we are doing such things and they're doing it virtually as well. But in in the world of COVID, um, tabletop role playing has seen another renaissance because it already had one um, recently with like Stranger Things and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think that of all the people to, to you know, be having you know surges during this time it's been video games and as we mentioned and now tabletop gaming as well because people still want to feel connected to people and um doing it over a zoom or skype or whatever you still get that that human interaction and um we've benefited from it uh you know like we get to see some of our favorite people um even though we're not near each other i agree i fully agree and it's it's funny because now that Gen Con is actually happening right now yeah. as we're getting into this. It's kind of, it's, it's quite ironic um, or a nice coincidence. Uh, but it's cool because now I'm kind of like, Oh, I really, I need to look at these uh, day one, day two recaps. I know now we're, now we're like, Oh, oh we know what tabletop role playing is, right? Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> kind of. Kind we're of. getting there. <laughs> yeah, slowly. All right. So let's get over to uh, Marvel TV movie news. A couple rumors right off the get-go. Um, first things, Haley Stanfield is rumored as Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye show. Um, to be quite honest with you, I like her a lot. She did an amazing job in Bumblebee. She was in a really good movie called Begin Again with Mark Ruffalo and Kira Knightley that I like. And I don't know, I've seen her in other movies too, and she's always really good, and she's a good singer. I don't know if they'll make her sing, but I like her. So um, perfect casting, in my opinion. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I I just I'm waiting for more news on this, and uh, this is this is a good step that we have a name finally. But um, as things keep getting pushed back, including the Winter Soldier Falcon show, um, we'll see uh, as as time will tell. Yeah, um, and then another rumor. So this one's Marvel Studios developing an Illuminati movie based on the Bendis comic. Um, that to me is gonna go lower on the list than Haley Stanfield's. Haley Stanfield seems like a they probably already had it named and it finally leaked out. This one seems like, ooh, let's just drum up some more things because of, you know, Fantastic Four and X-Men and we, we gotta get those characters in and how do we do it? Um I I I feel like it's gonna be lower on the list, especially with Iron Man not being around and Cap not being around technically I, I i don't know what's your thoughts um i think it's going to happen honestly i they need to come up with something to really shoe shoehorn in mr fantastic um professor x captain america was never a part of it which is is fine but iron man was was a major role in that so <laughs> i think iron man comes back somehow eventually um but what are we talking phase five you know at this point um, for a pot, even if this movie does exist. So who knows? We might get that and then we might get Hulk getting sent off planet, you know? So who knows? It's, I could, I can only hope for, for them to bring more Bendis stuff in. So, right. You're right. I, for some reason I was thinking cap, but no, we got black bolt and of course, yeah. Namor. Uh, 
Right. But I thought there was. Isn't Black Panther part of Illuminati as uh-huh. well? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it's like all the smarter people from all over. All over. Um, these two. Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. So. Yeah, I guess we'll see how this goes, but um, whatever. It's a rumor for right now until otherwise noted. Um, And then finally, in real news, uh, Hellstrom, uh, still the Marvel show, but doesn't have Marvel's name attached to it, really. Uh, That's going to hit Hulu on October 16th, kind of that Halloween-y flavor. Uh, I know it's like a more rated R sort of thing. Honestly, I just don't care because it's probably not even going to get, you know, maybe we'll get this first season and like that's it. Unless it's like so wildly popular that they can't do anything but give it a second season. I just everything I've seen from it so far, I just don't care. It's funny. I said the same thing about Lucifer when it first came out. (laughs) And now it's on season six and fans love it. So, yeah, what do I know? Yeah. You know what? I, I feel the same way, though. There's the trailer dropped. I even, I even watched the trailer, so we'll see. Well, I'll see. Um, all right, so let's jump across the pond here. Um, continuing to nail, just nail that coffin in. Um, DC Universe drops its yearly subscription plan and and goes strict to month to month. Now, if you already have a year, which you do, Chris, you're grandfathered in, right? You're not like. They didn't change anything to your bill or anything, right? No. You know you know what this is? This is so they so nobody new can sign up and they can't get sued. They're gonna they're gonna basically like run out the subscriptions. Yeah. Um and that, it's a legal thing completely. It's okay. done. It's gonna we it's you know, we've we've seen the writing on the wall. Um HBO Max is it's already picking up the newer DC shows and yep. you know, whatever. Um what it's gonna happen in the comics, I don't know. Um, but we'll see all the entertainment moved over to HBO Max by next year. And there's zero reason not to, <laughs> as we've said many times. It's just they need to really revamp that app because it's our it's just really HBO Go anyway. They didn't really change the infrastructure of the app itself. You know what I mean? It doesn't look new. It's purple. You know what I mean? Instead of black. So. Um, they really need to, you know, do they need to straight up copy Netflix or even uh, Disney Plus? No, but they really do need to have like that area that's Harry Potter, uh, Warner, normal Warner, um, you know, DC and and everything else. So they kind of need to really revamp that whole thing anyway. They have some of that in regards to like DC and stuff um, so, like studio you know, I know, but if they're gonna like bring that. over the, if they're gonna bring over the comics, they need to like have its own separate. Level. Oh, I don't believe they will. I believe that the comics will become like what Marvel does, and it'll just be comics alone. Mm. Uh, I don't see, I don't see the comics get moved over. Okay. I think they'll just do that on their own and make more make money off it. And I'll 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 subscribe to that because I do like re- I like reading on DC Universe. I guess we'll see what happens. And finally, uh, Batman, Death in the Family, uh, one of the most controversial and popular titles ever for the Batman franchise, is getting its own interactive uh, DC animated film. So, uh, spoiler alert, Jason Todd was killed 
um, back in the 80s. Fans got to vote if he lived or died. He died. Of course, he came back. Um, and <laughs> in this film, I'm curious how they're going to, like, will it end with him living or dying? Or will it end, he dies, he comes back as Red Hood. If he lives, you you know what I mean? Does he just stay Jason Todd as Robin? How does that work? Well, it's, it kind of gives you all the spoilers in the trailer when you watch it. because And it's weird because it'll be like, he lives, um, he becomes Red Robin. Yeah. It's weird. Um, and then if he dies, he becomes Red Hood. Yeah. And there's like five different endings or something like that, apparently. Um, so it's, it of course is their own telling of it. Um, it's also, yeah. actually, it's a, it's, it is a prequel to the movie they did before. And so, which is one of the more popular and best. Under best the Red movies. Hood. Under the Red Hood. Um, <laughs> so they're bringing back. So they're bringing back that voice cast. Nice. and um most of the voice cast and it looks it looks like similar animation so yeah that's that's one of my favorite ones so uh, that is absolutely fantastic yeah. um okay sweet so why don't you take us over to star wars news yeah so uh little little news about the obi-wan show and as we kind of just sit here waiting for official official news of when it's actually going to be coming or start filming um so these are rumors um so let's just talk a little bit about them nothing solid but again hayden christensen was rumored to be in rise of skywalker and he wasn't uh, except for his voice uh Everybody got all speculative about how they canceled it. E. McDermott in him his panel in in before that came out, and yeah. nothing came about it. You know, so it's will he be in this show? I don't know. Let's maybe let's hope so. I don't I I don't know how that would really work because I don't think he would play Darth Vader. It would be all flashback. Yeah, but, that that's the thing. Would I like to see him back in the role? somehow sure but i thought it would have been better in rise of skywalker because then he you know ben maybe would have heard from him and he would have said hey you're being an idiot and blah blah blah, you know but now like i guess you could have it just told from his perspective without doing flashbacks you could have him like kind of under the mask thinking about Padme, you know, doing the whole thing, being underneath the helmet and seeing it from that point of view, and he's straight up playing Vader, and he never has to interact with Obi-Wan, other than, you know, Vader goes and kills his Jedi, and Obi-Wan's trying to save him, but he's never interacting with each other until they, you know, until episode four. That could be a thing. It could be. Honestly, it's tough, though, because he doesn't... (laughs) He does, Darth Vader doesn't be, start to become Anakin again until episode five or the end of four, honestly, in his head. So it'd be tough for me to be like, yeah, he's narrating this as Anakin, but he's Darth Vader right now. I, I don't know. I just I have a problem with the show. I want to see it so bad, but I'm having a hard time of what the scope will be like. It just it. Uh, I don't know. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's tough. Um. But here's another thing that kind of puts in perspective. Like, so there's a report that they're doing a casting call. They're in search of a male and female uh, actor at the same age uh, of age range of eight to eleven to to play a pair of pre- 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 precocious precocious twins. 
precious twins. <laughs> Either. So, yeah. So you're. What is this? You're. Leia's a part of this. Does he go to? Does is part of it? He goes to Alderaan. Who knows? It's all. It seems pretty. The more you get bigger like that, it doesn't sound like a four to six part series to me. Almost. I don't know. I um. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I have. I have faith in this. I guess, like, for me, it it makes sense to see Vader because he is one of the biggest presents in the galaxy to everybody. And it actually makes sense to see the kids, at least Luke, from right. afar, um, from monoculars or something. But, you know, sure, maybe we get a little bit more uh, perspective on Leia. Like, you, because it's Obi-Wan... Of course, we're going to get it to be Obi-Wan centric, but this show could be bigger than just him. And it could be told from these different perspectives. Jimmy Smith's comes and all this stuff. And like, I, I could see it being, yes, way more than like a six episode series, but I could see it being a continuous series if you show me other things like uh, CGI, Tarkin, and the Emperor, and you know what I mean? Like, what is happening in the galaxy where this one lone man who's hiding out, like, how is he dealing with it? Yeah. But I guess you'll find out. It's <laughs> curious. Um, another one, another <laughs> rumor uh, is Darth Maul. And of course, we know Darth Maul um was at the end of Solo. They're trying to get him back into canon. There was more to be told. Uh, and so then Solo never was going to get a sequel. And we'll talk about it in a second. But if Darth Maul is 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 rumored for multiple D-plus shows, then who knows? You know, Who knows how they could really play that out? But it could be Ray Parkless at this point. Or is Ray Parkless? Because I heard they're moving forward without him. I think you could put anybody in that makeup, to be perfectly honest. Um, I think you got Sam Witwer's voice. I think, yeah, the face is going to look a little bit different, but under all that stuff, as long as the moves are there, I'm sorry, Ray Park, you could be replaced. Now, him being in a bunch of shows, sure. <laughs> sure. Maul is a character that is, is, is one of the greatest things that came out of the, the prequels. Uh, the fact that Filoni brought him back to life is amazing, um, Filoni and Lucas. But um, and now he's he's here to stay, you know. And what's up next is the rumors that uh, Solo is maybe headed the sequel to Solo maybe headed to D plus as a series is picking up more speed, especially with this Ray Park uh, Mall rumor out there. So yeah, I would love to see a sequel to Solo. It's really too bad that movie didn't do well, as we've spoken about many times. Um, I just think it would be an adventure, you know, and uh, with uh, Alden being over on um, Peacock, you know, Brave New World, he's just did a TV series. So that's, you know, that's all all the pieces are there. So why not? Yeah, obviously, I you know, I want more solo. So, um, you know, first they were saying it's going to be a Lando movie. No, sorry. I love you, Donald Glover, but. No, I just don't think I would care enough, to be honest with you. But a solo series that expands upon, you know, what you started, um, like 
you know, meeting Jabba, doing jobs, doing things. You know, I need the buddy cop thing, to be quite honest with you. I just think it would be more fun. I love Lando, but I think it would be more fun with Luke, or, uh, with Han and Lando and what's going on with Kira and, and the mall situation. So I, I, I want the ensemble uh, personally, and it's also Star Wars, and they don't really do singular movies ever. So <laughs> like, they're going to do an ensemble. Right, right. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and also Ron Howard confirmed again that there are no plans for movie sequels. So right. this is yeah, our yeah, only yeah, hope. Wink, wink. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, Galaxy's Edge will be celebrating Life Day uh, at, at the at the theme park. So that's that's cool. I, I do like that they're that they're building a world uh, for you to go play in and to have the Star Wars holiday as a part of that is is great as long as they don't make you watch that special exactly that's what i was going to say <laughs> sure <laughs> uh and then last up just a little fun fact carl urban our favorite boy uh from the boys uh he was a stormtrooper in rise of skywalker um not crazy news but and you know just like uh daniel craig was uh we're just finding out more and more that these guys love to do these little cameos and be part of Star Wars. So cool. That's always good times. Yeah, that's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about some comic books. Uh, first up, DC. So we're getting a Rorschach uh, black label uh, from a series coming up. It's going to be from Tom King and uh, Jorge Fornes. And so as the watch, the Watchmen world continues to grow under, you know, the DC umbrella. Um, maybe, you know, maybe we'll get an HBO sequel sequel to the series. Um, not from David Lindelof, apparently, but I do like the fact that um, we're getting more and more of this. Uh, I love that world, and I think that the Black Label is a perfect place for that. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, obviously Rorschach being one of the greatest characters in comic history technically um sure i'll read it i gotta i gotta catch up on all that you know because i waited for doomsday clock to finish before reading it i started and then i was like it's too long in between issues and i just i want it to be one big thing so once i read that and i can get it all the the full story together because i've avoided spoilers then i'll get more excited about these things yeah, it's all it's all available to read now. Um, the thing about it is, I didn't read too much into this book, so I'm not where I'm not sure where it's set. Um, so this, because Rorschach does die in Watchmen, um, I, I don't want to spoil anything for you in the future for what you're going to read. But I'm not sure where this falls, so uh, it'll be interesting. I gotta look that up. Uh, also, the other Tom, Tom Taylor, uh, has been teasing. What we thought is more injustice, and on his on his Instagram, he dropped the first two letters, and it was like it was an I and an N, and then what was it? A Z? Z I N. Z I N. Then when you look at it, it's a Z I N because today or over the last whatever, he put up three more letters, and it says J S A. So when you look at his his full spread on on Instagram, you can see, you know how people do that, and um, so. Yeah, the JSA one makes sense. I mean, the JSA is getting a huge push these days. And um, but how how will that really tie into the injustice world? I'm guessing I N J. I would have imagined, but not I N Z. Z I N. Z I N. Yeah. 
Zen, Zen justice. <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, I do like Tom Taylor, so uh, I'll be excited to check it out. Yes, definitely. Uh, also, the White Knight world is expanding. Uh, we're getting a, another Harley, uh, Harley Quinn book from that series. It can be written by um, Sean Murphy's wife. Uh, Sean Murphy has been... Uh, he's not going to be writing or drawing the book. He is doing the cover, so I'm happy about that because I always collect all of the covers for for those white knight books so that'll be out in october yeah the um, cover alone got me excited uh obviously I like harley so that one's worth it that's a worth a watch worth a check out <laughs> uh next up going back to a comic that <laughs> man we were checking this out at the beginning of defect basically so yeah uh, american vampire returns this october um and so it's going to be called American Vampire 1976. And so we've gotten, you know, we've gotten a couple uh, different series uh, set in that world. Uh, but it, it'll be cool. I'm glad that we're returning to it. Uh, it will be written once again by Scott Snyder with art by Raphael Albuquerque. Oh, sweet. Yep. Well, yeah, bring them back. That's right. Oh, geez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, and then... Uh, more news from Scott Snyder. He's been <laughs> epically rocking the DC uh, mainline for years and years now. And um, with death metal going on right now uh, and him finishing up some of the other stuff he's working on, he's going to be stepping out of the mainline in 2021 to work on um, not such mainstream characters from what I understand or more original stories. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure, Scott Snyder. Whatever it is that you want to do, just yeah. I, I find when Scott Snyder doesn't do DC stuff, he doesn't finish things and he doesn't stick the landing. So hopefully he does. <laughs> I, I I don't agree with that in a couple things. Um, and I like witches and stuff like that. Are you reading um Undiscovered Country at all? No. Oh, no. Man. I haven't yet. Yes. I will. Yes. Um, so that's cool. I like that. Um, so this is kind of neat. Uh, um, uh, with COVID going on, you would think like there'd be less new things coming in, like new companies being started or things like that. But NBC Universal has teamed up with Grant Morrison, and they are going to be creating their own com- comics publisher. Um, and also they'll be enlisting the help of Boom Studios. So this is kind of interesting. I don't know if it's a subset area of Boom Studios or what, but um, yeah, I'm happy to see that comics are continuing to grow, even though they were kind of under threat for a little bit. Yeah, this is um, this is an interesting thing. Uh, it looks like. It tells the story of a group of teenage girls suspected in the disappearance of several teenage boys in 1964 California beach town. Um, so this is uh, Grant Morrison doing his thing. And I guess this subsidiary of NBC, Uni- you know, Universal Content Productions is going to be doing um, basically the idea would be to do the comics and then probably adapt them getting published through boom. Yep. And then hopefully come to TV like they did like sci fi's uh, happy and stuff like that. 
yeah, I think it's smart. Um, it's it's just a good way to get content, and um, it's called UCP graphic. Yep. So, yep, more on that to come. And then uh, lastly today in comic news, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. There's two, there's another thing that popped up on here. So, uh, Boom uh, will be putting out Berserker, and that we got announced. That was probably the coolest thing that I got announced at Comic-Con from home, honestly. Um, now that I think about the entire boring uh, week last week. But it's called Ber- Berserker. <laughs> it's by. Uh, it's actually going to be written by Keanu Reeves and um, Matt Kent, uh, as we love Matt Kent over here at DFAT, um, and also with um, Vidi on art. Yeah, this is just, you know, this sounds great. <laughs> about a warrior who travels through, you know, he's old and doesn't die and he does government jobs in order to learn about his past. So that comes out in October. Um, you know, Kent loved all the work that he's done, period, but especially on uh, on Valiant stuff. So, I mean, this sounds like a Valiant comic, but, you know, it's getting put out through Boom. <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing wrong Absolutely. with that. Uh, you want to talk about Defect Comics? I do want to talk about Defect Comics. Yeah, so uh, a couple things. Um, as you guys know, we did do the launch for Hollowed um, Issue 2 that ended in June. It's crazy to think. It was like a month ago. And we just got in the physical comics uh, yesterday. So, yeah, physical comics are here. Um, if you contributed, uh, expect those to come out in the mail in the next couple weeks. Just finalizing uh, the rest of the physical stuff and then the music for the digital side of things and then i I figure i'll just probably get it all out there together um but very excited to get those shipped off and appreciate everybody who donated towards that so thank you and then um finally chris and i have talked about it and we've teased um pursuit of plastic comic uh we have been doing some work on the back end of that um, as far as the script is concerned and then we have settled on a new artist so we should we should release some artwork soon i think that's what we have to do because um, we've been talking about it and teasing and all that kind of stuff so uh expect some art to come out soon i know we had talked about doing the kickstarter or at least announcing the kickstarter around the eighth anniversary um and not just because of Star Wars getting pushed behind, but just it's weird. Like it seemed like everyone got super busy at the exact same time, and everyone still is uh, with projects and work and all that stuff. So um, we do have some art. We will tease it soon, um, and Kickstarter to come soon. So that's it. <laughs> that's all we got. Excellent. We also have some commercials for you. We'll be right back. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Defat Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with Defat Comics. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. 
So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. And we are back from those stellar commercials, and so let's get a little bit in some crowd sorcery. Uh, this is our new segment. Uh, if you go to the website, you're probably familiar with crowd sorcery. It's uh, we just kind of cover, you know, different crowdfunding projects, kickstarters, and whatnot out there, and um, just bring them to light of things that we are interested in that we see. So the first one today we're going to talk about a little bit is the Mist documentary. Now, Mist was a amazing game from our childhood. It was uh, a game based on puzzles and exploration and a very interesting experience uh it still has a lot of staying power even today uh so these uh, uh this, this they're going to make they want to make a missed documentary um and how the game was first uh you know conceived and the history behind it and how it changed the world forever uh so this right now with 13 days left to go is at about one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars out of two hundred thousand dollar goal uh so Best of luck to you guys. I would love to see this um, come to fruition. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, he, um, it's curious, you know. It's, uh, I, I mean, I, like you said, I'd be interested in seeing this documentary. $100,000 away from goal? We'll see. 85000 I know, but I don't know. That's a heavy that's a heavy stretch. Like you think the force would be strong with mist, but I also don't know what $200,000 I know that's nothing in the cost of things when you go up against really big movies and all that kind of stuff. But I also know what it's like to shoot a movie and it doesn't always cost $200,000. So we'll see. <laughs> see what happens. Exactly. Like, uh, the next one is called Paradox Wars Shattered Time Number One. <laughs> yeah. And so this is this is fun. Uh, I found this in our defed inbox you know it's people send us projects to to cover or back or whatever um but this is great uh this has a pled this is a goal of three thousand right now they're at 18 uh 1800 almost 1900 uh so it's the guardians of time are looking to repair the sacred time stone but the rogues have other ideas so the battle begins uh two two main characters are women uh strong women uh one's a barbarian one looks like like a Han Solo type character. <laughs> so this looks fun. Uh, so if you're into that kind of like sci-fi um, adventure barbarian stuff, check it out. Uh, we'll leave yeah. the links in, uh, in the, in the outline. And one of the uh, goals, the tiers, you can get pogs. <laughs> <gasps> pogs. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's, Pops. Pops. Oh, that's, that's a little different. All right, pop, so let's pop go pods. Uh, pop pods, yeah. First things first in TV news is Netflix. Uh, we have a Yosagi Yojimbo animated series announcement. I remember the character vividly from Turtles. <laughs> what do you think about this? This is this is great. I also was introduced to the character on Turtles, and I'm glad that the Stan Sakai um, Samurai Rabbit has you know, live the test, you know, really gone up against the test of time. And now as comics are more and more popular, I like this idea that they're taking it and they're not like adapting it. They're actually doing a future story of like one of his um, descendants. And so he takes up the Usagi um, mantle. Um, so, okay. Yeah. That's, um, 
That's dope. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say like what the animation studio is or even style is. You know, um, it could go a few different ways. Uh, Netflix obviously has been doing really good with anime as well as uh, Santa Fe anime or whatever San Antonio. <laughs> like I think uh, Mexime. Mexime. Yeah, that's true as well. So whatever it is, um, I'm there for it. So uh, next. Randomly out of the blue, Dragon's Dogma got an announcement for an anime. Um, great, great Capcom uh, action role-playing game and series. So definitely excited to see what they do with that. Yeah, I love that game. I was very disappointed when I couldn't play it anymore. Yeah, so maybe they'll continue it or start it over, whatever, through the anime. But uh, definitely worth checking out for that one. Uh, the Witcher... Uh, announced this is a it wasn't even a Comic Con announcement, right? It was just like another random ass announcement, like on a Tuesday. Yeah, this is better news. <laughs> Weird. I, I don't get it. Uh, anyway, yeah, Witcher <laughs> Blood Origins, what takes place a thousand years, two thousand years before the he- the Cavill thing. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think this is a great idea. Um, really build that world out. They have a little bit more, I guess, probably more more room in the sandbox with this being an untold story yep um and so more witcher please throw all the coins (laughs) yeah i uh i'm excited to check this out uh whatever whatever it looks like for now give it to me I, i like that world um this is just a kind of a cute thing that showed up in the inbox and i didn't even hear about it with jurassic world cramp camp Crustaceous or Cretaceous, uh, which is like an animated show uh, that takes place in this Jurassic World uh, world. <laughs> I remember, I remember the teaser came out a while ago, actually, um, and I was, I was kind of. It's funny because for some reason I thought about this show recently, and then this pops up uh, that there's actually news. So I'm glad that that's uh, that's happening. Kids love dinosaurs. They sure do. So that comes out uh, later on this year. And then finally, uh, this was a surprise, not Comic-Con related. Uh, Splinter Cell TV series announced for Netflix um, by uh, the writer of John Wick. I don't know if you played those Splinter Cell games, um, but I loved them. Like, love the shit out of these games the sam fisher games are just so much fun uh michael ironside was his voice it's just kick-ass uh spy games and i really really dug the shit out of them now that i'm talking about it it makes me want a re uh you know how remaster so i can have them all together in one big pack and maybe they'll do it you know with the show but i'm down i don't know if it'll be live action or if it will be um animated but either way i'm in for it i've never played them uh, i played i know i've played them maybe once at your apartment or something but i i know you love them so much that i think i vicariously played them through you um honestly yeah. honestly you know <laughs> it's like you need to play this game <laughs> yeah man they're so much fun and then you know what's funny is like they pretty much took the same thing for the riddick games and just same kind of like spy hiding and shadows and all that kind of stuff and just transferred it over and i love those games too so it's good stuff um 
All right, we got an announcement for Chucky. Uh, so Don Mancini um, does not own the name Child's Play, but he does own Chucky as a character. So I know there was a Child's Play movie last year, but this is the Brad Dorif voiced the the you know Chucky that you are all used to. He's getting his own show next year, and it will be simultaneously on uh, Sci-Fi as well as USA. So. Very excited about that because I've been a fan of the series since it started. And also, with it being on USA as well, hopefully that means sci-fi can't just cancel it like they do so many good things. I stole my joke. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, this is great. Uh, like we always said, the franchise is alive and well. Why? <laughs> Why even tinker with it? So I'm excited. Love me some Chucky. That's it. Um, the cast list or voice cast list has been announced for the Invincible um, animated series. Invincible is the ongoing Robert Kirkman comic uh, of the same name. Just it's going to be for Amazon. Um, you'll have to take a look at it. I mean, like some of the people in it, you know, we, we've got uh, J.K. Simmons is there, Mark Hamill, Seth Rogen, Jillian Jacobs, Zazie Beetz, Stephen Yoon, I mean, which is the main character, um, or Glenn from Walking Dead. But very excited um, to see this because this is one of those comics that always, like, everyone would talk about, or at least a lot of people would. And I just, for whatever reason, didn't end up reading it. So um, maybe this will kind of get me in there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That sounds sounds great. I never read it either. Now's our chance to see uh, something that we did read uh, because love Brian uh, Kavon and the art of Cliff Chang, uh, which is uh, Paper Girls. Um, that is getting series as well to Amazon. Um, I don't know if that was live action or not. I don't remember, but this has the potential to go full Stranger Things. Um yeah you know, full female voice cast or uh, voice cast, like cast, um, you know, just wackiness ensues with aliens and ninjas and all this other stuff. And I am down for this <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's I, I like this story more than Stranger Things, honestly. It's it's wacky. <laughs> it is. So. It, it's yeah i i can't say i like it more because well it's also in the 80s too so yeah yeah i we'll just have to see um there's gonna be a lot of parallels i'm sure when when it comes out what people say but uh anywho uh finally in tv news star trek discovery season three does have an announcement date or uh premiere date which is going to be october 15th on the uh, cbs all access i can't freaking wait <laughs> i gotta get in there man i gotta that get show. in that show yeah that <laughs> um all right so let's go over to movie news uh john ham has been supposedly cast in the fletch reboot have you have you ever seen fletch no that was gonna be my answer if i had to cover this column <laughs> <laughs> is it have i ever seen fletch I think uh, you have. I definitely have. I definitely I think have. most people, a lot of people have. Is it Chevy Chase? Yeah, it's Chevy Chase. Right. Okay. Um, he's a detective. 
but he it's you know it's Chevy Chase so it's comedy and he kind of like puts on all these different like uh disguises and stuff like that and plays all these different characters in it it's funny it's very funny um it was for a really long time supposed to be a Kevin Smith project with Jason Lee it was going to be called Fletch Lives um he wanted to do that i don't know if he wrote the script or whatever but and i don't know if Kevin Smith has anything to do with this but he long was a big Fletch fan and and long wanted to do that project so um i like John Hamm and you know, after watching years of Mad Men, I really kind of didn't know how he was as an actor until watching he did an episode of Black Mirror where he doesn't act anything like, you know, his character in Mad Men. And then seeing him on an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and then other comedic roles, he does a super, super funny job. Very funny person. So uh, I'm down for this. In the meantime, I'll go watch the original. It's a good movie. Um, all right, Corny Cox has returned to Scream 5. Nothing big with that announcement since everyone else has come back, but still, you know, hey, more of the original cast come back. <laughs> hey, Gail. Yeah. <laughs> Gail Weathers uh, will be returning, uh, which I think she's in all of them. So, again, does not surprise me, but, you know, good for her. Um, all right, Project Power. We got a trailer for that. Uh, so this is the Jamie Foxx and um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie coming to Netflix, kind of like an unbreakable or not unbreakable limit limitless situation. You take a pill, you gain all these superpowers. Uh, what do you think about this? This I, I like the trailer. Um, I like that concept. I, I always did like that um, Invincible. No, what is it called again? No, it's Project Power. Not Project Power. What was the other one though with the pill? I can't even remember. Limitless. Limitless. Yeah. Not yeah. Cool. I got that yeah, comment yeah, yeah, my head. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that concept, and I think it'll be a really neat thing to explore in the superhero genre side of things. And um, love Jamie Fox. So. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Don't. Yes. Don't slack. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Sure, Netflix, keep doing what you're doing. They've, they've been putting out things consistently through the pandemic, new things, and um, been keeping us going. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, speaking of, they're doing another big move here. Um, there's going to be a movie called The Gray Man. Uh, this is directed and written by the Russo brothers. Uh, it's got a two million, $200 million budget. And attached is uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. So it's supposed to be the start of a franchise. Um, not sure exactly what the what the whole premise is yet, but they want it to be something really huge. And Netflix snagged those rights. So, um, hey, man, good for them. Hey, we're looking at, you know, shared universe possibilities here. You got you got like the Ryan Reynolds, Ryan, eh, Ryan Reynolds Ryan movie there. Reynolds. You got Ryan Reynolds, you got the Chris Hemsworth movie. Um, so, and they're both franchise potentials, both exactly. those movies. Yeah, exactly. So I'd like to see a shared universe immediately. And actually, I didn't watch it yet, but that Spencer movie, the uh, Mark Wahlberg, I haven't watched that one yet because yeah. that's another one. So, it's gonna, uh, yeah, it's gonna happen. Finally, 
uh, AMC and Universal um, strike a video on demand deal. Um, so the window has been dramatically shortened from three months between uh, going into the theater and coming home to just two weeks. Um, unprecedented, um, but I think they saw the success of what happened with um, what you call it, the Invincible Man uh, that got put out and. You said invincible as well. Invincible. Jeez, man. <laughs> what? Jeez. Okay. Invincible. Is that right? We need we need to go read Invincible immediately. <laughs> Is this right? Robert Kirkman, are you listening and then subconsciously putting this idea in our mind to read your comic? Um anyway, whatever. So yeah, uh, anything cool about this to you? <laughs> yes. Uh I think we even before the pandemic, you and I had endless conversations on on this podcast about the fact that movie movie theaters moving companies they got to get smarter about what people are doing these days and they're building their own home theaters people don't want to go out as much anymore you might as well just rent it out at twenty dollars and it, and like you said it's been working uh so adapt or die especially in our current world you know so that's it's like they got to figure this out because I'm not going to the movie theater for a long time. Yeah. Uh, same. <laughs> Absolutely. Same. It's sad. It's very sad. Honestly, it I, is. Miss the, I miss the movies. Uh, yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right. Why don't you take us through the rest? Let's do it. Uh, so over in gaming news, We've been waiting for the what the reveal of the G.I. Joe Operation Blackout would be. Uh, it's been revealed to come out in October, and it is basically a, uh, it's a Fortnite-type game. Uh, I know a lot of people are into that. That's great. Um, it's fine. But me, personally, I would love just to have like an awesome like open-world or mission-based game, you know? So... Um, Whatever. Uh, so not much is currently known other than the fact that Game Mill Entertainment will publish it. It'll be available on Xbox Series 1, PlayStation 4, and Switch. Um, and so it's going to be basically like 4v4. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's such it's such a disappointment when that stuff happens. That's it. It's just, you know, we haven't had a... I, who even knows, you know what I mean, when we've had a gi joe game i couldn't possibly even tell you that so if did we even have one i don't even know and this is how you this is how you repay us uh so yeah i just i just don't care i don't like that style of gaming it's not for me personally i'd rather have a single player campaign and you know you get to play as different characters and you're all trying to fight cobra and maybe even switch sides and perspectives and you're some cobra agents and blah 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 and then it all comes together and it's call of duty meets gi joe but instead this is fortnite and i just don't care exactly exactly uh but i do have something you may care about uh you got to play some of that vader game on oculus you enjoyed I that did, right i did yeah oh man so we did reveal that star wars tales from galaxy edge will be doing about the same thing um and it will be exclusively coming to oculus first and so um, they got, we got a little teaser uh, this week of it, and uh, it looks it looks like a lot of fun, um, especially now that I can't go to Galaxy's Edge for a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> I might 
pick a Oculus. <laughs> or I just keep praying that these games come to PS4. You know, PS... PS well, Vader PSVR. is, so... Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. if you got the Patience game on your side, then, uh, you know, wait it out. Uh, these will open up, hopefully, like Vader did, and um, you'll be able to visit Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I'm... Um... I'm curious to see how this is. One thing I just wanted to make a note of, which I thought was, um, I don't know, curious again. Uh, Deborah Wilson is playing one of the main uh, antagonists in this. And she she's playing this this person called Tara Rashane, who's a, like a member of like the Guavian Death Gang um, that we saw in Force Awakens. She's also, though, the the other main star in Fallen Order. She plays uh, the former Jedi. Which? Oh, which which one? The the Death Mare Witch? Seer, Jun- Seer Junda. Huh. Yeah. I was like, Deborah Wilson, isn't she already in Star Wars? <laughs> and she is. So I just thought that was kind of curious about that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I mean, good for her. Playing two Star Wars characters when they could have just got another voice actress, but sure. Anyway, uh, <laughs> go right ahead. Sorry. Uh, so Marvel's Avengers uh, is is picking up steam as well. It's uh, they just did the latest uh, War Table, as they've called it, uh, with some more reveals. The the um, betas are coming up soon, so I'm pretty excited for that. That'll be early August for PlayStation user myself. Uh, but they did reveal that another character will be a part of the game, playable, and it's Hawkeye. Uh, so this is cool because I was kind of wondering why Hawkeye wasn't in it. Uh, I was also wondering if there would be more characters because I really felt kind of like, all right, they did Kamala Khan and then would it be like Marvel Ultimate Alliance where they add more and then maybe there'll be more DLC down the road? Who knows? But this is good. This is going to be a free DLC to get Hawkeye. And he actually, um, one of the, I think the main skin wears, or the maybe the variant skin, but one of them wears the actual um, hearing aid he wears in the comics that not many people know about. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was really cool. And he looked like uh, Ultimate's. Hawkeye with the bald head, which I was like, right effing on. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was really badass. Um, that that got me excited because I've been kind of on the fence about this game because I was just like, I like Kamala Khan, but like, okay. I just wanted more. You know, I've talked to you about this off air. Like, I just want more of these characters. So this means, is there Hank Pym? Is there Wanda? You know what I mean? Like, is Quicksilver? Is Scarlet? You know, what what level of Avengers are we getting? Are we getting the Wade-in Avengers? Or are we getting the classic Avengers? Um, so, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like and, and how it shakes out as more of these war tables show up. And we get closer to October, right? I think. I'll tell, you how that beta, I'll tell you how the beta goes in two weeks. I'll tell you how it Less. goes, because I remember. Oh, I got that. I got that <laughs> <laughs> All um, And last up, this dropped today, not at Comic-Con. Um, Battletoads is coming back to begin, <laughs> which is awesome, because yeah. I need more battle toads in my life it's been far too long and it's coming to uh xbox and pc in august so 
Um, hopefully it comes to Switch or perhaps uh, PS4 eventually. But um, it is going to be made by, I believe... The Rare. Original. Yeah, it's made yeah. by Rare. So I think that is amazing uh, because it's original company. It's not like something like Arc System Works, which I love Arc System Works, uh, but it, they are... I, I want the original companies to work on these. Some I'd love to hear that. Well, that's, Arc that's, System Works is literally just a transfer company. They're not an yes. actual developer. So, yeah. Well, I just, felt like, didn't they make that Double Dragon, though? Uh, we can look at it. Yeah, it is. Um, I felt like that's like with that Double Dragon was good, but it, yeah. I felt like, and I've read this online as well, that people were just like, you know, it, it is a little bit, feels a little off. So that's yeah. not complaining, but just real quick, didn't they come back recently? The Battle Toads? Yeah, didn't they show up in like maybe they came to Xbox or I thought they showed up in like a game like yeah. in the last like few years, like Mortal Kombat or you know how they always do that, but I I could be wrong. You know, you guys can you guys can tell us. I just I for some reason I thought that the Battle Toads came back semi. Oh, here we go. Yeah, they did. They came back in Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. Yeah, during the third season of DLC, which it was a, a Xbox exclusive. So, okay, uh, cool. My my geek cat, I can keep it on. All right, what what time is it? It is. The <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, toy enthusiasts. Uh, so, the, one of the things that I did like about Comic Con were the toy reveals, and I think that was probably the most that we got out of the whole thing. Uh, so, first up today, McFarland Toys uh, has added more DC characters to their multiverse line. Uh, we'll be getting more Dark Knight's Metal um, um, characters. So they'll be completing the the Batman, the evil Batman. We'll be getting the Robins, you know, the leashed Robins that the Batman yeah. Who Laughs has. And there will be a little fun in that because you can you can try to get the different heads uh, for the for the three Robins. So that I believe is kind of the build a figure idea, um, or the Robin is the full build a figure. I I don't remember, but uh, we're also getting um, the Earth Two Batman, the the Thomas Wayne Batman, Earth Two or whatever Thomas Wayne Batman from Flashpoint um, <laughs> in his glory. His badass glory. Um, I can't wait to get that figure. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, this was. Um, I've been kind of staying away from this line because I have not been wanting to get too many six inches toys outside of Mezco, and I do like, you know, certain DC Universe ones. And I was like, eh, do I need to do another set of DC lines? And then this stuff came out, and I was just like, oh, come on. And, you know, <laughs> especially that Thomas Wayne. That is an instant to buy. So they are the, – here's the thing, too. I believe they're 7-inch. So it's not yeah. like they fit in with your 112s I know. very well. It's like, it's like buying the DC Direct figures, you know. Like, it's cool, but it's not like I'm going to – I can't really put them with I – mean, Mezco's, like you said. So Correct. 
it's pick and choose because I do believe I love McFarlane and I love the style, like the style and the and the work, the worksmanship that goes into them, and they look great. And the pricing is right, yep. so all like I. I know we'll never get better Dark Knights metal figures like this than this, so I'm I'm getting at least those and some of the cool ones like I got the 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 White Knight ones and then also I'll get that Thomas Wayne one because right. these are the characters that I love from the comics recently that we'll probably never see in in the Mezco line um, unless it's you know they got so much other stuff to do so yeah. I. I I love, I, and I, I just want to support McFarlane as well. Uh, so, yeah, yep. Um, and speaking of McFarlane, if you guys uh, that there was a Sci-Fi Wire interview this week, uh, so you guys can catch that. Just a little bit about the Todd Father, and also uh, McFarlane Toys has confirmed the Witcher Wild Hunt line. This was in the uh, rumor mill, but this is official. Uh, just like the, his partnership with the Cyberpunk ones, uh, we'll be seeing Geralt and company yennefer yes <laughs> exactly and these will and i like that they're based on the video game too um yeah because I, I like that girl Geralt. um not that i don't like henry cavill's but um maybe we'll get both versions probably um next up uh walmart has launched walmart collectibles and so this was it was it was a tough one to swallow at first because nobody trusts the online pre-ordering they don't like they they say it's always gonna be a shit show honestly <laughs> walmart did it the best that i've seen in a long time um there was no site crashing uh it was it's been decently decently easy enough to get the, the exclusives you want so they um the best example i guess are the clone Wars six inch figures uh, the Black Series ones that just went up a uh, week, week and a half ago now. I don't even know what time anymore. But that's like those were up. I didn't feel like in a rush to get them. They did sell out, but they it, it was a smooth process, I feel. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, I bought them all blindly. They didn't even have pictures with them. So, yeah, I don't know. It was still bullshit, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. I really don't know what to say about it with exclusivity with these companies anyway. You know what I mean? A Target exclusive, a Best Buy exclusive, a GameStop exclusive. I just don't. I, I'm just so over it, to be honest with you, especially after the G.I. Joe. That was the biggest slap in the face, in my opinion. So uh, if you got them, great. You're lucky. Fine. Um, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I also don't like to give Walmart business as much as possible, and that kind of it, this corporate handshaking. I had this, I had this on here, and I took it off because I don't. This is in its own conversation. Perhaps a hammers of justice, but Hasbro has the ability to make a huge supply of toys for the demand, but they they get into this this exclusive game, and like people miss out and. You know, it's I maybe down the road they put them out again as a re-release, but I don't like Hasbro because I don't really look at them as a collectible company. They're they're a toy manufacturer. They 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 don't care. Like they'll remake the figure five months later, so mm -hmm. because they couldn't do it right the first time or whatever. So it's just like it it is mass market toys company that that needs to just do its job and make sure that the collect the collectors are happy. That's that's the bottom line. Yeah. 
Anyways. Yep. So, yep, anyways uh, <laughs> Super 7 has been teasing and teasing for the last couple of days. You specifically. And I can't I can't handle it because when you your first teaser of a new Disney toy line coming out and it's the first picture is Prince John from the Robin Hood movie. Today was Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket. It's like just let me know if these are gonna be gonna look like the characters. They're not reaction. They're not something that doesn't look like I want accurate action figures for these Disney characters. Yeah, that that's uh, it's insane. You know, Disney opening up their license like that will be something uh, something wild. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you'll be able to find these in the Disney store as well. So it'll be good for Super Seven um, yep. to continue to you know grow and grow. Um, Mesco did have some cool, uh, very cool reveals at the show. Um, so specifically in the 112 collective line so let's just go through this list um frank 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 frazetta um the death dealer from from his works is coming which i thought was a really cool choice um they did conan uh so i do like that they're they're opening up that world more uh it's just it's cool to see these things outside of superheroes as well yeah, this one, um, I'll wait for the exclusive when they have the horse with it, but it's a beautiful, beautiful figure. I want that uh, demon horse, man. I mean, I guess I could get one from, I don't even know, Cryptozoic or something, but anyway, go on. You could have got one from Four Horsemen. I don't want to talk about it. You can't ride that horse. That horse rides you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um uh constantine is coming to the dc line and it looks great i'm very happy um as you said maybe we'll get a keanu uh variant since they already have that john lickhead i think that's the only one i can think of because i made that joke to you i don't think he ever changes his clothes or looks different um so even in the legends episodes when they all get changed he's just there and his (laughs) his clothes so um next up um bishop is a great addition to the Marvel line. Uh, I thought that was cool with uh, both the long hair and the bald head. Uh, so you can get both versions there. That was so cool. Yeah, that was very, very cool. Um, Bishop's one of my favorite characters, period. So that was that was sweet to see that. Absolutely. And um, people have been waiting and waiting and waiting for A, a Doctor Doom, which is probably the most... <laughs> requested mezco figure um but also i i've been wanting a nice set of fantastic four figures so the little teaser uh no real figures yet no prototypes but um they wanted to let everybody know that they do have the license to make fantastic four figures now it's going to be a matter of what they will do and you and i have talked a little bit about it how they could use some different things and make it really cool because mezco seems to do that extra little thing to, to set themselves aside from other figures yeah, you know, um, Thing and, and Sue, I think, will be kind of, they can do that already. It's going to be really interesting, more than anybody, to see what Mr. Fantastic is like, uh, based off of what they use right now for sculpts and everything. It's, I guess, just maybe an arm that gets replaced or something, but I, I don't know. We do not know. It will be very curious to see, but I think that that's going to be a New York Comic Con sort of reveal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um in terms of Mr. Fantastic, man, I mean, they've had stretchable figures for so long. It's time to time to get some of that new tech, like 
update that technology in some well, of his course, parts, yeah. like his arm or stretch, stretch arm. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, and then last up, Hot Toys uh, revealed their clone, more Clone Wars figures. Uh, the very first one to be revealed before this was Rex with the Ahsoka mock-up and all that stuff. And we're like, all right, we know there's more coming, but surprisingly, they um, they did. General Obi-Wan and General Skywalker before we see in Ahsoka. And I know that we're definitely seeing one eventually, but um, I was happy because I've been waiting to get an Anakin and I was on the fence about getting um, the one Revenge from of the Sith. of the Sith, you know, so it was just it. This one, I love, I love Anakin in Clone Wars. I, the face is still Hayden, but whatever. Um, I got the special edition that comes with the STAP, um, so he gets a vehicle, uh, and also um, the special cloak that came that comes exclusively with it. Take my money. <laughs> they did. They did. They took that deposit already. Right. Yeah, I, I, uh, I need that Ahsoka. It's coming. Yeah, I know. That's all. It, the, the figures look amazing, and they're fantastic, and um, I like that they went with the actors. So I'm very, that's why I'm curious about Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for me, it will be Ahsoka and Rex two pack. And I'll just buy them and call it a day if they nail the face. I wonder if they'll use some kind of like um, image of Rosario. Um, if that is truly going to happen. Like if it's truly going to happen. Her. Maybe they're waiting to do it. Yeah. So that maybe they de-age her. Like she looks amazing anyhow but you know make her look younger a little bit just for this and then work that face sculpt in oh man this is i mean the thing is nowadays any of the days makeup (laughs) that's it like it doesn't you can like robert england he looks like freddie he can be 80 years old and he looks like freddie you know look what they did with ian mcdermott for the last 40 something years he was a young man at one point looking like a thousand year old man. And now he's a thousand year old looking like 60. So, you know what I mean? Like they can do it with makeup. <laughs> oh yeah. That's not what I'm concerned about. The makeup is, is one thing I'm just saying, like it would be, it would just be weird if, if it was like, Oh, that's Rosario Dawson. Or instead you're just like, it does kind of look like Rosario Dawson, but maybe younger um, for the show. I have no, <laughs> I have no, um, problem believing that they're going to do that perfectly anyhow i mean right. she's probably at that age anyhow you know also true also true um but yeah you know give me ahsoka give her like a white cloak and her two you know shoto sabers and uh can't even can't even fathom what they're going to do with that toy and i'm excited <laughs> oh yeah and another mall <laughs> Uh, all right so uh, you know where where can you find us after all these years chris well at the top of the show we talked a little bit about don't forget a towel.com uh it's been around for eight years so if you uh, enjoy geekly news um podcasts and more check it out um also you can interact with us on the social medias uh the facebooks and the instagrams awesome yeah um again thank you guys just for 
for being with us throughout this journey for so many years. Uh, you know, no end in sight, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> and we'll keep it going as long as you guys keep coming to the site and keep downloading these episodes. And uh, just want to say thank you so much. And uh, don't forget to do what I haven't done and read some comics. <laughs> and this is Chris. We'll see you next time. <laughs>